Hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we explore and learn what it means to live from your heart, not your head. And for those of you not quite familiar with heart dancing, it's a process of unlearning the world's messages and remembering your authentic self. When you start listening to the world's definition of happiness and success, at some point you may realize that you're never going to be happy. You're never going to be satisfied. There's always going to be something more to strive for or obtain. Heart dancing is a different way of looking at your world and looking at yourself. It's a way to return to your soul, the source of unconditional love. And the heart dancing mantra is, let love lead. And you'll understand more about that as you join me in the dance. Love knows the way, you just have to follow. Heart dancing. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Today I have such a special guest, and Heart Dancing has gone international. Woohoo! Carolyn Corner, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. It's lovely to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, and before I tell the audience who you are, can you tell us where you are? I'm in Switzerland. (laughs) And I thank you. You're my first guest from Switzerland. And I love the fact that technology allows us to connect in this way. And it's just, it, it gets me going. Thank you. So Carolyn has such an interesting background and brings so many gifts. Um, The biggest being from a business perspective with a spiritual advisor. So think about that business versus spiritual. I mean, that is, that's just right up my alley. Uh, Carolyn, how did you become the business person and then move into the spiritual? If you could just tell us that in a few short sentences. Yes, of course. Um, Well, I was always the spiritual person, even though I didn't know it at the time, because as a child, you know, that you, you, all of us, what we are and and who we truly are, we, we, we think to think that this is who everybody else is too, or at least that was for me. So I didn't think that this was special. I just knew, you know, my spirituality and had that in my life. Now I just, um, came to, to go off to London in my very late teens I absolutely fell in love um, with with the people, the city, um, just the way of life, the English humor, everything. <laughs> and I, I had the fortunate to to be there and and really be away from from everything else, everything that I knew at the time. And that was a time before internet, before you could text someone or or just have a chat on on on, on Skype or whatever it was like very had to write letters where you know telephone calls were very costly back home so you really were alone in in a new environment in a new place and so that gave me the chance to really come in touch and be in touch with myself who I was at soul level and I sort of a spark went off there and I remembered my spirituality there because I always had it, but I, I, it came so intensively in London back to me. And when I came back, um, I came back into the world where I left. And, 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 and when you have experienced that, that you go away and, and, and you come back after a few months, you just had 
and I came back after a few years. So you had all these experiences that were layering onto your knowledge and your you know, your whole existence. And then you come back into something that's very old, very known, and probably moved in the similar kind of vibration than it was before you left. And so I came back into the world and it was in, in Switzerland. It was all about, yeah, you have to get a job now, Caroline. You can't, you know, you can't waste your time any longer. You have all your education. Go on and, and seek for something. And I just, I think I came back and just went back into that trap where I, went back into what people were expecting me to do. And that was when I ended up in business. Right. That is so fascinating. And what a great opportunity for you as a teenager to step yeah. away from that old paradigm of get a yeah. job, get an education, do the next thing and explore your spirituality. Do you, oh, find, do you find that that time in London was truly formative for you? Oh, yes, that's, that was my, I mean, I won't say my best time because, of course, later on I met my husband again because we knew each other's children. I think we met again after I came back and we had a family and everything. But but it was one of my best times of my life. And, and it was because I was totally free. The first time I was not influenced by anything and just could be freely in touch with my own feelings. I would, I would, everything that you do when you grow up in a society, in your family, is, I wouldn't say judged, but it's influenced by other people and people you trust and love and love, they love you. And, and um, so your closeness is sometimes something that could be in your way to fully develop yourself as a, as a unique human being. And so I had that time away from all of this and that was amazing for me. It worked its wonders and it really brought me back in touch with who I was at soul level. And, and, and I think it formed, it was the most formative years that I had because you have to, as I said, it wasn't like it's now, you couldn't reach out. There were bad days. There were, you know, feeling of loneliness. There were things that I had to figure out myself in my, and, and just, you know, had to make decisions for myself when nobody was, you know, I couldn't reach anybody or, you know, you were just, growing up but more uniquely and authentically than than probably when you are with, with a group around it. Of course I had friends and I met people there and I wasn't alone like you know I, I, I then regrouped but then the people I met were not old school friends but it, it was new friends attracted because you were in this new new kind of world. Well, let me ask you this, Carolyn. Thank you for explaining that. It's almost as if you dove into the deep end of the spiritual pool when you were in London and had to learn to swim. But then when you came back to your home in Switzerland, I imagine that transition must have been hard. Can you yes. just tell us real quickly about that? <laughs> it was. <laughs> and, you know, I would literally, like, in my early, in my 20s, I would, like, on a Saturday evening, I would lie in bed and just weep. <laughs> and just be, like, thinking, oh, my God, I don't even want to go back into that life. And I probably have to say it's, it's not, like, the only reason or, the, the, like, one of the reasons why I came back was because my mom was not well. And I loved my mom. But I also loved my little sister who was at the time, uh, I guess, 14 or something. She was um, definitely eight years younger than me. 
And I knew that my mother wasn't well, and um, I hoped that would be a solution for her. And I, I started to sort of get those informations from my family that she was really in a dark place. And I didn't want my sister to be there with her alone. Mm -hmm. So that was the reason, and that what made it especially hard for me to come back. So, so I came back because of the love of, of someone else or of the love of my mother and my, 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 my sister, but I gave something up that I thought I just gained that freedom, that spirit to be. And I, I at the time felt that it was not now anymore, but it was much more easy for me to access my spirituality in England. And um, that was also something that I kind of knew that I have to, or thought that I have to give up. I just had to give up a lot to come back. That's why I felt a double misery. And um, when I came back, I, I still, like, spirituality never left me, but I, it was like the focus was different, and I had to focus on different things. But for me, I think the luck that I had in my life, and I really had a lot of luck, was that I never gave up what I've gained in England, even though I couldn't maybe live it the way I wanted to live it. In my soul or in my spirit, I always knew um, that I have to prevent, even, even if it's just for myself. And, for, and I didn't talk about that because Switzerland was not known as being totally open to spirituality. Mm -hmm even not now but but more at the time so so I kept it to me but I also kept it I didn't just um let it go so I think that was the the lucky part of the whole process yes and I can certainly understand that it's almost as if you're describing the hero's journey where we start out and feel everything is possible and then things happen and we may contract or limit ourselves but deep down, we still know that that potential, that possibility is still there. So fast forward, when you got into business and obviously did quite well, um, you've been uh, in a major corporation in, as uh, I believe, head of finance and human resources, correct? Well, yeah, correct. But it wasn't a major corporation. It was a, like a big, like we, we developed it from, from being a small, actually very small company from having six employees. And, you know, naturally with, without um, other additional financial help, we just naturally, I, I was part of that group who helped to naturally grow that company into something much bigger. But, yes. you know, it's not like, um, you know, can't, compare it at all to like big American companies, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're very, very much smaller, but you know, like financially it grew and it was um, very successful and still is. It still yes. Is. Yes. And of course, and you were obviously very much part of that success. Mm -hmm. So during that transition and as you found your place in business and, and had your successes, were you still in touch with your spiritual side or did that go dormant? It didn't go dormant at all. It, I just didn't share it. Um, and I actually started to sort of soonish follow what I heard or felt and felt that was right. So sometimes my decisions later on in life, at least, they were more based on, on the, or more influenced. And the decisions I, you know, I, they were never, of course, against my business mind. They were never against that at all but sometimes they would be totally different than what you would probably do as the next step so i would listen to my 
my my spiritual side as well and that's why i call it sometimes the the energy economics i would open up that door and just let those influences and tap into that intuition and integrate that into the the business and i felt like this is really the solution because it's it's working so well um it worked much better than strategies who sometimes you know you you just do them and try to in, invoke them and then you you see some of them will work beautifully and some of them won't work and and whenever i started as more as i started to in, just integrate that energy side into the economics as more as i felt like there is no bad strategy anymore there is just it just flows and it just goes from step to step and it's just working Hmm. So interesting phrase, energy economics. <laughs> Can you explain that to us? Well, my absolutely lovely dear client and friend, Sarah Okoma from, from um, uh, Public Persona is a branding expert. And I have to admit, it's her idea. <laughs> I don't want to, you know, it's, it's, I wish it would have been mine, but it was hers. So when she, when we told me I had a talk and, and she's like, well, you know, how can you describe what you do? You know, it's like you bring the energy into the whole business world. So you, you look at it in both ways and you combinate that. And that's like, sounds like the energy economics. So yeah, that, that was um, her when we talked about what I do. And what I do is um, I'll, I'll do that for other people now. And I, I, you know, there was a time when I, resisted the urge to to actually leave the last company I was with because I loved it so much um, and loved to be to, to be working with the team and everything but I also felt that inner urge that I want to empower women especially because I always work with men I love to work with men and I love men in general like we always get along well and I you know it's there's nothing against that at all but I just had the feeling there's a lot of women who could who can, could gain some of of the knowledge that I have and could be open for that. So when I started working, I really started to look at businesses and empower women in business who wants to have, a, who were more mindful and were more soulful probably, or open to that side. Mm -hmm. And we're open to integrate that into their business. So I would start to look into the energetic alignment of how they were working in the services they created present and you know how they market it and then look into that from the economic side as well right well let's fill in just one tiny gap in your timeline and then we'll talk about what you do right now um tell us what prompted you to leave corporate business corporate position to go into being a uh, business consultant and spiritual advisor well, it was a heart full of my bump. <laughs> uh -huh. um, it was, uh, and literally, I couldn't walk that path uh, any further because I, I um, well, the build up to that was that I felt for a while, as I said, the pulling of being, being here to do something more than what I was doing. And, and but the bravery somehow was, was not there to do that step that, you know, that step meant I would, would leave the corporate world. I would leave the job, meaning I would leave the money there. I would um, start anew. I didn't know. I, I thought I was pretty sure that I could be a good entrepreneur, but I didn't know how I would feel to start out on my own and, and, and if the market is even there. And, you know, energy economics was something 
new and unique. So I didn't know if there was anybody who would be interested in that at all. So that was really what pulled me back. But then um, I hid for a while. And of course, I'm, you know, like open energy. Of course, I knew and I saw the path, but I just wasn't able to take these steps. And then I would um, walk in the Alps with my husband, um, really lovely walk. Um, and I hear that I, you know, I should should not walk any further. And, and I ignored, like I ignored that, you know, what I should actually do. And it was literally just, yeah, I, I fell, um, got my feet stuck in, in rocks that came up um, and um, got stuck in them and was in the movement of doing my next step, which is literally, and also, <laughs> you know, I wasn't doing my next step, what I needed to do in life, but I was doing that next step on that path. And, and because they were stuck, I got very out of balance and fell and I broke both of my feet, ripped my bands. And um, I can't even think of the, the, the other leggings, I think it called le- legends in English. Like everything was broken and I, couldn't walk anymore. Okay, so let me stop you right there, just to just to kind of pause for a minute. So your your heart, your spirit, your soul was telling you that you should move on, but the human side of you was saying, "No, no, I'm making good income. I have all these benefits. I love these people. I want to stay here." And so yeah. there was a conflict going on. Yeah, and the conflict got to the point where you actually broke both of your feet. <laughs> Is that right? Yes. yes. Yeah, exactly. It was really damn hurtful, I can tell you. <laughs> I can imagine. So, and the- then I fell, you know, the second I fell, like there was so much pain, like everywhere. And, and what, yes. what was entered into my mind was, wow. I can literally not go any further. And I knew that this was not a metaphor. It was a metaphor as well as the actual accident. Yes. I knew it at the time. That is amazing in, on so many levels, Carolyn. I'm sure that was very painful, but oh, yeah. your body finally, or you know, whatever was working in that moment, finally had to come up with something so you would say, okay, I get it. <laughs> Please, yes. I get it. Yes. Yes. And actually, like I, I would go on for another half a year or a year, uh, at least, you know, have some resistance in some ways. But I mean, of course, I focused on healing and it took me the healing, healing process took four years. I had um, four operations. I had some like four major operations. I had, um, you know, go and regroup again and again. I mean, I already knew I'm going to have those for it. It's not like something new that came up to, we just knew we have to do it step by step. And I think with each operation, I, I also took an emotional step towards, I know, I, <laughs> I know I have to, I'm remembered, you know, I remember the fall. I, I mean, the same pain after an operation, you're back in the pain, full state again. So I remember the pain. I know what I have to do and step by step with those operations somehow. I, I, I took those steps to heal and to be more open and yeah. <laughs> so the fall, the operations, the recuperation, the healing, that led you to doing what you do now. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. And, and what exactly do you do now? Tell us, please. <laughs> I do, yes, yes, I, um, I'd love to. I, I do many different things. And I think it's um, a very 
as I have a few talents at hand, you know, some of them will sometimes be more um, present than other times. But basically what I do is I, I um, work either one-on-one with clients. I have um, clients who came into difficulties when they had, well, it's normally, you know, if you get someone like me, you have to feel some difficulties, I guess. So, you know, they, they either um, feel that they used to have a lot of clients, but their, their list wasn't responding anymore, or they, they, they maybe are still successful, but they're just not really happy with what they do. They, they feel even, even a bit embarrassed that they don't feel that fulfillment or, or that happiness even to their successful. So, so those are different ways to approach the, the, the work that we do. So that, that's why, you know, it's, it's individual. Mm-hmm. But what I actually do is I tap into their energy whenever they give me the permission to do so and find their biggest superpower. Like, you know, we all are, all are unique. And um, so we all have come here with superpowers we we like something that we're really good at and sadly often we actually don't know what it is because it's so natural to us because we're so good at it we think that's just normal and and a lot of times that's that's just a revelation in itself but i look at their soul um sort of history at their i i connect with their with the part of the soul that is um uninfluenced by anything like the, the, the I call it the higher self I you can call it whatever like the the pureness and the uniqueness of the soul I tap into that I can tap into their history their, their soul history and I find and reach what I you know because that that's the major thing to come forward and, and, and live a better life is I I look at the patterns, the family patterns, the, the blocks that they have that they hold them back or make them make it difficult to, to feel free and happy and, and aligned with their life. So I will look at that and, and bring that together. It's a whole system that I, you know, go through. And I do it in, 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 in a few, you know, I'm not doing it all in one go. I do it in, in blocks and, and, and I give myself a week of time where I really intensively go in and out of, of, of my clients life and when we also do the the business side then i will also tap into that energetically as well as um you know from the economic side as well and i just um look at what's working what's not working um team you know uh, how they with whom they work together um and then on another level the services that they prevent is that something that's aligned with them and you know, at this time, because often when you start out in a business, you have your services and you you think about your products, and then you you yourself go through changes, and we all do. Like, you know, we, we do. We are not the same as we have to been eight years ago, or, or even three years ago, or two years ago. So I look at that if that's all still aligned, and and um, yeah, that's that's what I do. And from that work. Um, I just often hear that people who wanted to work with me, but maybe couldn't because it's an intensive work. And, and um, so that I thought about a way how I could work with people in a, on another level um, that would be still very, 
well, very deep and very personal. So I came up with the idea of having, well, that came maybe a year ago, I started to work on a course and I know my course called Authentic Me, where I go through the process and I talk myself and others through the process and, and where you can really um, find your own uniqueness and your own superpowers and your, your blockages, what is holding you back and just teach them how to do that and how to have a vision again and how to actually, the thing is that also with my clients, what I do, it's not just that I present something to them and then say, yeah, yeah okay, that's, that's, that's now it, go and run with it. But I'm, I'm there for them for, for like a longer time where they come back to me, where we have little meetings or emails and the support that goes into that, like me teaching them how to deal with the new knowledge, how to integrate that into their lives and how to find new ways of living, mm-hmm. new ways of making decisions and all of that. Yes. So, yeah. so basically, it sounds like you're using your psychic and spiritual gifts to reintroduce people to themselves, the, that, that part of themselves that they've forgotten or ignored for so long. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is just magical, I think. And you've done this now for enough times that it's verified your technique and your ability to accomplish what you've just described, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And it's each time different because everybody's unique. So sometimes there is, and, and actually what's, what's funny is I started out with women, but more and more men come in which is funny now that, you know, I thought at the time when I started, that's not maybe something that men would be attracted to, but that actually has changed as well. So, um, you know, each time it's a total different situation and each time it's, for me, it's like an adventure. <laughs> it's like, there's, there's nothing more fulfilling for me or nothing more beautiful than seeing someone start to shine again. That's mm that's the fulfillment that I feel like when I see that people really get back in touch with themselves and, and also feel empowered to do so. Yes. And that is really the key. If every, to me, if everyone was able to tap into that authentic part of themselves and actually live it, live through it, the world would be a totally different place. Ego would not be running uh, so many things that is harmful right now and people's yeah. love and people's acceptance and connection and the ability to see beneath the surface, all of that would come up and all of that would become more apparent. Yeah. So yeah. I, I just love what you're doing. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and talk about what you have to offer. I believe there's a free webinar that you have scheduled for October 9th. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Exactly, exactly. Well, I would love to explain and and show people more about, you know, how to tap into their own um, intuition. I really love the fact that we all have that, like, we're sometimes forgetting um, that it's there. Sometimes, you know, depending on how we were being raised or, um, you know, the, the society around us, our parents and you know, whoever was involved in our upbringing, um, May was scared, May was not um, 
confident with, 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 with us being us because children come or babies come into that world and we all have that same ability. We have that, we bring that with us. And so we all have this, this absolutely, and, and it's actually what I do with, with my clients. I want them to be independent, to be able to tap into their intuition, to trust that again, to, you know, to teach that. And that's what I'm going to do in, in, in this free webinar. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm, going to do a little meditation as well but we're going to learn different tools how to tap into your and you know nothing fancy in a way that you you have to study that or things that we can integrate right away and it will get us deeper in touch again with the intuition that we have so tap back into that and finding finding ways to, to to do it again and again to embrace where we are right now because that's i think one of the biggest things that we can do is accept where we are because what brings in the fear what brings in the stress is when we know that something's wrong but we don't really know how to get from from where it feels wrong to a better place mm-hmm. and and so i think it's important to be accept of what it is right now embrace that and then you know sort of forgive whatever made us be feeling holding back or whatever and then from there go and explore the next steps and and I really want to want to give that to learn how to use the inner intuition to have a more fulfilled and more happy life or to, you know, grow your business, expand that. that. Um, all of that, of course, is having to do with your personality. So, so it's, it always starts with us and then it goes into the business. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I love to teach. Oh, that sounds fabulous. Well, I love the combination of intuition, spirituality, and business. Because when we show up authentically in our business and use intuition to guide our decisions – like you said, it just flows. Things just move and and go the way that um, it benefits everyone. So yeah. So this webinar is on October 9th. I will put the link to register in the show notes, but can you tell people where to find you on the internet? What's your Uh, website? Yes. My, well, I have the the spelling of my name might be a bit, um, a little confusing, but I'm called Carolyn Corner and, uh, you'll find me there with, um, C-A-R-O-L-L-Y-N-E for Carolyn and then Corner, like the corner, C-O-R-N-E-R dot com. And, um, yes, I would love to invite everybody who, who just is open to tap into that, um, more spiritual approach, or or I wouldn't even say spiritual, just that, that more open approach to holistically look at a business and have a business grow. Because the thing is, that's, that's really, I swear it's, it's, it never didn't, did not work. It's always working. Like when you tap into that intuition or if I'm working with my clients it's always like those are such big breakthroughs one of my clients doubled her income within less than a year and it's just by tweaking and doing different things that we're more aligned 
Yes, yes. I love that, Carol, and thank you for sharing that. And I would encourage everyone who's listening to check out Carolyn Corner at her website, carolyncorner.com. And again, that the spelling will be in the show notes. And look into this webinar. Um, Carolyn and I met through LinkedIn. She actually reached out to me and said, hey, I want to talk. So we got on a, a separate call and kind of visited and shared. And I am so excited to support her in this endeavor and also in her new course called Authentic Me. And I'm sure you'll learn more about that in the webinar. So, Carolyn, thank you so much for being a guest on the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Is there anything, just a one-sentence reminder or sentiment that you want to leave people with as we close the show? Well, I just want to thank you, you know, for listening in. And I hope that you just had a little bit of a confirmation that there are different ways to approach business and it can be also very successful. It does that, that new approach. And I think it's merging more and more everywhere. The new approach of being more holistically aligned to what you do is really an approach that can be interesting, not just from being happy and fulfilled. Of course, that's the main reason, but then being also successful. So it's, um, yeah, I hope I just uh, was able to open that door a little bit. Yes, that is so profound. Thank you so much. We've been uh, talking to Carolyn Corner, and this is the Heart Dancing Radio Show. Remember our mantra, let love lead. When you let love lead in your thoughts, words, and deeds, you will change your world. Thank you again, and have a great day. You've been listening to the Heart Dancing Radio Show, where we learn to dance with our hearts, not our heads. And remember, you're now part of the tribe. Be sure and tell your friends about the magic that happens here. Uh, Heart dancing, it's the only way to live.